0: Welcome back to take two. <laughs> oh boy, this is the Elder Scrolls Gameplay and News Podcast from Arena to Skyrim and Elder Scrolls Online and Elder Scrolls Legends. We are Quest Gaming Network production and this is the Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Available for download on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, QuestGamingNetwork.com, and Google Play. Today's record date is Sundas, the fourth of Evening Star, and I am your host, and fellow Tamrielic Traveler, Evarwin, And uh, we just like to mention, uh, again for us, but for you for the first time, uh, <laughs> um, that uh, we're very sorry that it's taken this long to to get a show out. Uh, hopefully we don't have to wait as long as we, we have again. So uh, we do appreciate your patience in that. Uh, chat room, please let us know how the audio levels are doing, since I believe I fixed the issue, but you never know. Uh, anyway, uh, we have the, uh, the one, the only, the indomitable, and the slightly shrunken, and then shipped to Mike's house, Liz Mistress LeBeau.
1: Hello! <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> oh my god, I was watching it next time!
0: <laughs> oh man. Alright, alright, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let me try and get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> no, take three. Take three. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, Liz, unfortunately, she she's recently moved, and uh, unfortunately, she couldn't get her her internet service up before today's record date. So, what we ended up doing was uh, we ended up uh, sending a um, uh, uh, an Argonian uh, from Black Marsh over to her house and performed some wicked, crazy history voodoo on her. Uh, to shrink her down to tiny little pop vinyl Queen A wren size, and then we shipped her to Mike's house,
2: so she can be on the show. Not right. Liz? <laughs> not gonna lie, mistakes may have been made. Uh, <laughs> a little
0: bit, <laughs> but um, but hey, you know what? Other than other than tiny little shrunken Liz, uh, who may or may not be voiced by Mike, uh, we do have. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rage Philosophy, the inventor of cat scratch-free pants, and who recently had a birthday. Happy birthday, Rob. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am the inventor of cat scratch-free pants. Yes. You know what they say. Invention is the mother of... Necessity is the, inven- is the mother of invention. <laughs> yes. How you say that? How you doing, Rob?
3: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. All right. I'm and down a birthday. tooth. Uh, I'm... I'm- I'm up
0: a year and I'm down a tooth, so.
1: <laughs> <Wow>.
0: <laughs> I think that's kind of the course of how these things flow for us humans, huh?
1: Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs>
0: this past week has been hell in a handbasket. Um, I hear you on that one. Uh, hey, you know what? If a bowl is ever cured, it's because Mike got bored. And uh, Mike, our wonderful Tamrielic historian, is here who also is celebrating a birthday this week.
4: That's right. The old man on the show is getting older. And no, I don't have a mullet. That's the chair that my wife bought That's me for my birthday gift.
0: Yeah, we're uh, lies. We're lies. We're lies. We're
4: open that no thing.
1: Mullet,
0: out.
4: No <laughs> <laughs> I do have extra facial accessory here to this week, you know, because uh, it's been a while since we recorded, and we went through No Shave November, and I uh, decided, you know, to pledge along with many of my students that uh, they would not shave this month or last month in uh, prostate awareness cancer awareness for No Shave November. So I've been waiting until we were on air so you could all see the glorious goatee before I shaved it off.
0: How how does uh, Tiny Little Shrunken Liz feel about your lack of mullet but presence of goatee? Mm I like it. (laughs) (laughs) For radio listeners, uh, little Tiny Little Queen A-Ren was was rubbing her face all over Mike's uh, chin there. (laughs) <laughs> um and and hey we've got uh we've got the one and only the sonarist mark's canadian and that's okay by us folks
2: it's about time you told me you had your hosers <laughs> wow <laughs> oh my god we're
4: gonna need a translator for this one i think guys that's
0: right
2: <laughs> so how I are you guys
0: apologized doing? yet good mark we're doing good how
2: how are you doing up in the great white north uh can't complain actually not that white up here at the moment no snow no snow strangely well, enough wow that is a little
0: we- isn't that that is a little weird for this time of year for you
2: that guys, is right? yeah that's yeah. that's odd eh, to be honest we've had pretty green christmases the last couple so that's unfortunate uh-oh 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 there it is um he's at
4: the wrong end of the lake is the problem <laughs>
0: apparently it's getting all this all those those dwimmer pipes underneath the lake warming up the, the southern coast of it
4: Well, we got hit a couple weeks ago it was kind of like really freaky we got like a foot and a half of snow up here uh it was all lake effect from canada i figured that you know mark was up there going <laughs> you know blowing across the lake at me <laughs> getting buried right yeah oh it was buried but you mm-hmm. know then you know it's almost 60 degrees today and you know people are outside raking up the last of the leaves and stuff like that
0: so weird yeah weather lately the last couple of last weather i'd say the last 10 years has been very odd
4: well, we got one more birthday to celebrate. I guess today, uh, in chat, Zeffin is celebrating his birthday by being in chat today.
2: Hey, hey happy birthday, happy birthday, nice.
0: Zeffin! And and hello to everyone in our uh, our Twitch chat room. Uh, for those of you who have downloaded on iTunes and and uh, listening on St- Stitcher and Google Play, thank you very much. And hello to you guys and those who are watching on YouTube. Hello and welcome as well. Uh, don't forget to leave a comment below on the bottom. And if you like the video, give us an up. We'd we'd love it. Uh, while we're on our thank you tour, uh, we'd also like to give a huge thank you and shout out to our PayPal sponsors for this week. That is Brendan Crow, George Smith, and Wayne Hodgins. Uh, also, to our corporate over-lo- over-lo- overlords. Wow. Uh. <laughs>
3: Um, damn it
1: the
4: ovaltine, ovaltine, <laughs> yes.
2: ovaltine thank you for drinking you guys, our corporate I th- I think we need to uh to reboot the avarwin bot it seems <laughs> <laughs> ah. i could speak today
1: <laughs> i promise <laughs> um
0: <laughs> i'd sell anything i'd even sell you my sister if i could uh tweaked <laughs> audio audible and our amazon store more on that later on of course um those who, who have uh, given us a wonderful five-star review on iTunes, we'd like to shout you out. From the United States, that one cool kid, Nate. Rob, nice. tell the nice folks what we're doing
3: today. We're going to be talking about Elder Scrolls-related stuff. Well, crap. Like, like Skyrim Special Edition. Mm. Ah, you thought I was going to say ESO first, didn't yeah, you? But you. I didn't. But you didn't. Ah, but I didn't. But we are going to be talking about ESO as well. Uh our discussion topics are hmm, crown crates are out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of hate going on. Mm-hmm. Is it that bad?
1: Mm. Wait and see. Uh yeah.
3: and another Elder Scrolls uh game that uh that, that's floating around out there. Elder Scrolls Legends has uh, the uh November monthly card reveal. So we're gonna be talking about that too.
0: Yeah. Uh, we, we are going to have a, uh, time Rails rumors. Uh, the, unfortunately I didn't add it to that little portion of the notes there. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about should elder Scrolls six have multiplayer. Um, mm. we've been noticing that this discussion seems to be surfacing up in, in some of the elder Scrolls social media sites like Reddit. And, uh, we think maybe it's time to talk about it again. Also like a boomerang. Like, yeah, it's kind of throw it out there and it comes back a couple years later. Like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just to let you guys know, I know there's a lot of controversy going on right now in regards to um, these crown crates. The discussion we're going to have in a, little, in a few minutes about this is is really going to be um, very middle of the road. So, so you know, don't expect a, a hate cast on this and don't expect a glowing review either. Um, most of us here are very middle of the road when it comes to this sort of thing. So we're going to be taking a good sober look at this and, um, as well as some of the, the fallout. Uh, that's been going on with the forums too so so before you you turn us off saying i can't take any more hate on this anymore don't worry we're not going there it's it's quite all right
4: don't tell them that i've got like a desk sitting next to me i was going to turn the camera and smash it and you know throw things at the wall and throw a temper tantrum jump on the floor up and down on the floor wake up the whole house the police are going to be outside the house in 30 minutes
3: (laughs) you've already just committed a capital sin yeah what's that he mentioned fallout on an Elder Scrolls podcast. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Yeah,
0: direct direct the hate mail there. <laughs> um, that one's there for you, Liz. There. <laughs> <laughs> there goes angry Liz. Angry shrunken Liz. <laughs>
3: yeah, There seems to be a lot of fallout over these crown crates. Get the hell
1: out!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Liz, we miss she's you very, back very in two much. Weeks. She's going to kill me. Yeah. I'm gonna well,
4: blame you though, Varwin.
0: What's that? You're gonna blame me?
4: <laughs> he made me do it. Made... It was good radio.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Listen, uh, we've got uh, we've got a couple of things we'd like to quickly mention before we move on forward. And uh, Mike, what would that be?
4: Okay. So for our podcast email group, we we will email you updates when we're going to record a live show and we'll email you the show after we're done recording. Simply send us an email at elder scrolls off the record at gmail.com and ask be asked to be added to the email group. Secondly, don't forget to tune in on Fridays right here on Twitch at ten thirty Eastern time for another episode of dancing with daggers, our Daggerfall covenant centered stream for elder scrolls, uh, elder scrolls online. Also follow the daggers on Twitter at e-s-o-t-r daggers and with that
1: yeah bring it
0: bring it on folks all right so uh we're gonna be talking about um we're going right into blah 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 blah, uh discussion topics right after this
1: in their tongue is Dragon king (laughs) dragonborn
0: Forums hate for crown crates, but is it really all that bad? Well, it's official. Crown crates are here, and uh new crown store mechanic that trades your money for chance has been added. Now, if you read the forums, uh, you're sure that ESO is now on its last leg before the entire game is shut down for good. Uh, if you've sunk a few crowns into this, you already feel like you've got lucky, or you feel like you've gotten stiffed. Uh, we'll get into all that in a few moments, but first let's start with the announcement from Zoss on ElderScrollsOnline.com. They say, and I quote, crown crates are a new addition to the Elder Scrolls Online crown store and will give you a chance to obtain exclusive and unique pets, mounts, and more alongside useful consumable items. This Thursday, we'll be introducing the first season of crown crates to the ESO crown store. Crown crates are purchased through the crown store and contain a randomized selection of useful consumables and collectibles that are valued more than the price of a single crate. In addition, they also offer a chance to obtain unique cosmetic items, pets, or mounts. Crown crates include new and exclusive items, as well as some items you may have missed in previous limited-time offers. Whenever you purchase a crown crate, you're always going to be awarded four items with that with the chance to get a fifth item in the event you receive a mount pet costume or personality that you already own from the crown crate you're going to be awarded a new resource crown gems in crown gems uh, in its place Uh, you'll also have the option to convert several items obtained from crown crates to crown gems anytime you want items that can be manually converted include potions poisons writing lessons experience scrolls and other utility type items any crown gem you earn that can be used to purchase the collectible items of your choosing from that current uh of your choosing from the current crown crate season. Each crown crate is associated with a special season that'll include uniquely themed items and will be cycled quarterly. We're kicking off the first season of the crown crates with Electrifying Storm Atronach theme. This season will give you the chance to acquire the following themed items. And they, you know, go into it on their their website here with pictures and whatnot. Um, All right. I know we talked about this earlier, but I kind of want to do like a round table discussion here on, on this uh, for, for a little while. And let's, let's start with Mark. Um, Mark, how how do you feel about these crown crates? What's your experience so far with it? If any at all, what do you think?
2: Well, uh, so far I gave him a little bit of a shot, uh, picked up a few. Um, Overall, they're neat. Uh, I can see how they're very much the like the whole Skinner box thing, the push a button get get a reward type thing. yeah um the type of stuff in it just really doesn't interest me. Um, so i I can understand why they would put them into the game. Um, it's not something I'm going to really be going with and I while well, I can. While, I can see the reason people hate them, I don't think it is exactly the death knell of the game that some people claim it is. Now, at the same time, this is my first MMO, so I'm not I don't know how these things usually end up working and what the the after effect usually ends up being. But Zos does listen so if people are like, the people freaking out about this it's i don't think that this is going to go unheard i I expect that they're going to keep the reactions into account and see where it all goes going forward
0: uh what about you mike what do you think
4: um so a couple of things uh and i've got a whole bunch of other thoughts down below um is first i'm kind of disappointed that they went with the entire Khajiit as a drug pusher theme <laughs> uh, to push these crates. Uh, uh, Jezildar uh, will also speak for Bagheera and Joe that he is very, very distrustful of this entire ploy to give us all a bad name. <laughs> uh, beyond that, <laughs> uh, I am not overly happy with like the the, the, the stuff that's been put in, I guess. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have really voiced that, that um, they were fine with the stuff that was listed for when it went to the PTS, the electric store, Metronox, and stuff like that. But then they added a couple other items at the last minute uh, to try and push for more sales. And a couple people were very annoyed with that, that it wasn't the same as what's on the PTS. And really, there hadn't been much change of what was on the PTS. Um, So... Yeah,
0: yeah. I- I'm gonna say um, the uh, Storm Atronach uh, mounts that they've got on here. Uh, you know, you know um, something that sticks in my craw about having the Crown Crates being the only access to these mounts. You know, the Storm Atronach Aura, the Transform and, and Storm Orb Juggle, uh, the the uh, it just it just. I really feel as if that these things in general should be available in-game somehow, either through an achievement, you know, something else other than crown crates. Because, not for nothing, but, I mean, you, you take a look at someone and you're like, okay, so you've got the Storm Atronox Sench, and you're juggling storm orbs. You didn't do anything other than get lucky and spend a lot of money in the crown cr- in the crown crates in order to get that, and even though it's cool and you know I might like to get it i see someone playing with these things and i think to myself you know i, I don't know i have some sort of negative feeling about about how it was acquired um let's go over to rob what do what do you think eh, i'm i'm indifferent
3: just because i tested this out on the pts i put in my feedback um and since they came out my initial reaction to the announcement that oh they're coming out this Thursday was
0: okay. Well, we knew it was happening, um, and, and right about this time too, actually they they did say that it, it should be coming out close yeah. to the end of the year around Christmas time.
3: Yeah. yeah, they you know they they at least made the announcement that it was not going to be coming with One Tamriel. Yeah. It is going to be coming later. Well, guess what? One Tamriel came out a while ago. Now here it is sure. later and they're out here it is um and i'm gonna be upfront and honest um what's my experience with you know with the crown crates as they are in live um i don't know i haven't bought any and it's gonna stay that way because after looking at what are offered in them like there is none of this stuff that comes from the crown crates that I just absolutely have to have. That if I don't get this after dropping $200 in the crown store, that oh my God, I'm gonna quit the freaking game. Right, it's, right. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it, it's not that big of a deal to me.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, um, and, and it's just maybe because I'm looking at this from a somewhat neutral point of view. Do I think this is a smart move? Yes and no. Yes because they are going to make money. Mm-hmm. And they are making money with it. You know how I know? Because when I logged in, I see freaking Atronach mounts everywhere. <laughs> People are spending the crowns on these crates. They are. They otherwise, are. Otherwise, otherwise they wouldn't have them. So they're they're getting you know they're getting stuff. They are. But but I'm also hearing about people that have spent anywhere between five to eight thousand crowns um, on these crates and have walked away with nothing more than a pig or a camel. Um, and for those people, that sucks. That does. Uh, suck. Yeah. But, but I'm just I'm buyer, just gonna Sit here. Yeah. Yeah. Buyer beware. Um, and I'm just. Gonna go for the stuff that I can actually achieve in game, or yeah. I can, you know, pull out that mount that I paid crowns for directly, uh, and just continue playing the game. That's that's how I look at it. I um, here's I... what I'm oh, ahead, I'm, I'm waiting to hear in the next couple
4: of weeks because sure. they've already shown the crown the crown showcase for this month, mm-hmm. and, and there's some really cool stuff coming. And you're gonna hear people start complaining that they're out of crowns, and they want the Ice Wolf, or they want, or the White Wolf, or they want the stallrim armor motif, and they don't have the crowns because they bought all these crappy uh, crown crates. And what do they have to show for it? A bunch of gems that they can't use on anything that they want because there's not enough of them. So what did you get? I got a rock, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I can see that happening.
0: All right. Um, okay. So was that put into the uh, into the chat room? The uh, the link
4: What's there what put it? that you were talking um,
1: about.
4: No. I will put it
0: in. Yeah. Just to uh, take a look. Um. All right. So I, I've actually had a, a little bit of. Um, I spent a little money on this to my, uh, myself just to see, you know, what. What I could... I, I pressed my luck a little bit. Um, I bought the 4-pack, the I think it is. And... I, spelt like, uh, I think I spent like a thousand crowns on it. Somewhere around there. Anyway, um, some of the cool stuff that I got out of that was, um... Stamina Riding Lesson. Uh, Battle Mage Palantine Armor. Uh, bickle Tattoos. Scamp Pet. I actually got two lizard pets. Uh, the duplicate instantly became five crown gems, which I spent on a uh, speed riding lesson as well. Now, I saved a little money buying the four-pack because uh, every every crown crate itself is, is uh, 400 crowns. Um, you know, the pricing on this, I think, is too high. I don't think 400 crowns for that crate uh, individually, is worth it. Um, maybe if it were 100 crowns, I could see that would be good. But uh, the... And I, and I understand that the pricing is based on, you know, you could be getting these higher-priced items for spending 400 crowns. Um, but a lot of this stuff is just crap that I don't want. You know, the the tri-potions, yep. the tri-food. <clears throat> you know, I could have someone make that for me. I don't want that stuff. Um, and what they would make would be better. Correct. There's also that too. So I mean, are you really getting value out of this? Uh, the answer is is no. Um, this is this is definitely more often than not. The, the answer is no. Um, this is definitely based on luck, hundred percent based on luck. And if you're going to buy it, you just got to know that. That's that's the only thing I would I would say going forward. Um, I actually like the system. Believe it or not, I, I like the fact that it's going to be adding. Um, it's going to be giving Zoss money, uh, which funds a game that that I very much enjoy and have uh, been subscribed to ever since. Um, so I like that part of it. I think the face melting that's going on on the on the forums is a little out of whack. Uh, I think people need to kind of calm down a little bit and identify the things that they dislike and and. Um, you know go forward with their with their requests to Zoss on on changing it to things that they do like um but that's that's pretty much any almost anything that that's that's been done lately um where else can we go with this i mean what what advice let's start with mark what advice do we have uh for for ESO players uh,
2: i i don't know i i think it's Again this is this is the first time I've ever really dealt with uh, an MMO. I I just basically would suggest play the game how you want. If if you don't like it, don't spend money on it. The right. this will eventually, you know, the that will uh go into, you know, those numbers will then go into Zos and if it's if it's driving down uh if it's if it's not bringing money in they're going to reconsider just how useful it is to have and if it's causing more bad will than they can really afford
0: yeah and i don't see that happening anytime soon um no probably
2: not nope. but
0: i mean there is there is to, there is a a small amount of bad will that they're going to get out of out of instituting this and i think we're seeing that on the forums but ultimately i don't think this is going to mean a tremendous amount of subscription drops or people walking away from the game um now Mike, I, I know you were uh you were you were on to something earlier and I had to step away from the computer in order to um to turn my uh turn my heat off in the house for a minute. Um so I may I feel like I may have missed something that that you needed me to pick up on. Um if I did, please pick up on that from here and, and give us some advice to uh, to players as well.
4: Okay. So a big thing, yeah, you know, and this has been Zoss's stance on this for a long time. Uh if you like what they're doing especially with these crown crates, please let the team know. If you do not, please also disvoice your pl- di- voice your displeasure. But here's the big thing. The big thing that they've always told us is make sure that you offer what it is that you're looking for. Now they're you know trying to play you know pin the tail on the donkey with these kind of things. And you know they hired people in who do these kind of things for other MMOs So you know so they're gonna do what they know. So if you don't like this system and you want something, you know, make sure you tell them what it is that you want. What kind of offerings in the cash shop or in those boxes would you be willing to purchase? Now I might be willing to purchase those boxes if they would double the number of character slots I could have up to twenty-four on my account. But that would probably be the only thing that would make me buy those stupid lock boxes. However, you know, I could person—I am personally going to be buying the Stalhrim armor and the wolf pet. And the wolf mount that is coming out. And they can count on that money from me. I am not pleased that the red wolf or the purple razorback are going to be in the crates. And as such, I will not be getting those. Vote with your dollar and let them know. We know what's coming. They data mine, people data mine all the time. And so there's a number of new mounts that have been data mined, including the green or wild hunts, hut set, hut, hunt, hunt. Not the huts like Jabba, but hunt. (laughs) Yes. The green or wild hunt set. So these animals are going to look like uh, the um, uh, stuff out of the green packed areas. Uh, These skeletal sets. So all of these mounts are going to be skeletons. There's a bunch of new pets, new costumes, new styles. Make sure you voice what it is that you are willing to buy, how you are willing to consume it example, I am willing to buy the Glenmora Witch Robes or the Dromathra Stealth Outfit, but only if it comes out in the store am I willing to purchase it. I am not willing to buy it in a lockbox. And then take a stand. And I'm talking to all of the streamers and podcasters out there who said, I'm not buying it, and then bought all these crown crates so that they could, you know, garner views on their streams. So if you say you're not going to do it, don't do it. And then finally, a friendly reminder. As a scientist who did spend a number of years doing neuroscience, Marketing uses science to get people to do stuff. And in the case with the crown crates, they're relying heavily on the reward pathways associated with addiction. Mark already touched on the Skinner boxes. What uh, you have to do is you have to ask yourself, do I have an addictive personality? If the answer is yes, I would be very careful about going to your first crown crate because you'll soon find yourself hundreds of dollars in debt going, I need that crown crate. Come on, give it to me. You know, just like a heroin addict.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. And I'm be glad you're very that careful. Out. Uh now now <clears throat> um now Mike, I, I remember you uh you had said something I think earlier on, on Twitter asking, you know, we live in New York or you know, because we're living in New in New York, uh, and some other states too, you know, does this count as online gambling? Uh the answer is no. This does not count as online gambling, especially in the New York State statutes, because you are receiving a service or a product uh, from the money that you're spending online. So you don't have to worry about getting your, your account deleted um, through some crazy investigation, either in New York state or some other state uh, based on, on uh, your purchases today. So, you know, oh, that's a
4: good thing that. to hear yes. because you're I was okay. actually nervous about that. I mean, you know, sure. a lot of people are, you know, associating this with gambling and it is gambling. It is. Yeah. You know, and you know, we've already been locked out of the two competition or the two contests because it's considered online gambling by for us to enter it, which I have no idea how it's online gambling. There's no purchase necessary, you know? But, uh, yeah. you, know, you know, New York has locked us out of that. So I'm like, oh God, I could see it now. They're gonna open these first crown crates and you know, I'm gonna log in and not gonna be able to access my account that day. And I kind of was freaking out.
0: Um, I think there's something, there might be something in regards to the no purchase necessary clause. Um, that might be part of it i i have to look up the new york state statute i have to look it up um but this this is not going to this does not count as as online gambling so you know if you guys are curious and you live in new york state which is you know i believe the uh the most strict state in regards to uh online gambling you should be all right um so so there's that now um you know, Zephyr in the chat room said he'd be, he's okay with it as long as they uh, either increase the drop rate or if they lower the cost on this. Um, you know, I, I tend to agree with that. Um, man, you know, there was something I wanted to say in, in regards to this. I, I just sort of forget.
4: Uh, the other thing is I hope that they don't start reducing the content we see in the crown store and re- thusly reducing more content in the game.
1: Yeah. Just to
4: put more stuff as fancy images into those crown graves. Right.
0: I wanted to touch yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, I, I want to remind everyone, too, who are, who's kind of losing their cool on, um, you know, Elder Scrolls Online and other MMOs that have done this, you, you know, they have uh, Zoss for the moment. OK, they do have a contractual obligation to Bethesda to to produce um, new content for the game, actual gameplay content like we've been seeing. Uh, for a number of years, every I think it's every business quarter, every every three months. That's why that's why they've made this promise to the players. Every three months, Zoss had said they have to come out with some sort of some sort of DLC, something. Um like Orsinium, something like um what we just saw with one Tamriel, something like that. Um, some uh, the Thieves Guild, the Dark Brotherhood. I mean, every business quarter they have to contractually.
4: Let's just hope that it's not just two new dungeons every quarter, like we saw with the uh, the Merk Meyer stuff or the, mm.
1: the well, Cradle
4: Shadows, and yeah, no, the other one. I mean, we you would hope that we would have a new zone type content like right. the Thieves Guild or the Dark Brotherhood at least multiple times during the year. Correct. And, and I'd hate to go all of 2017 seeing. You know, that we've gotten eight new dungeons and that's what we got, or you know, a new trial and three new dungeons, and you know, it's like, oh, there's your new, your new content. Oh, and by the way, here's 10 new items or set items that we're putting in the crown crates. Yeah. You
0: know? uh, well, I gotta be honest with you, um, I'm glad you brought that up because we don't know, we don't know what their development resources are yeah. looking like. Uh, they clearly there's have been
4: no roadmap, nothing,
0: nothing. So, so yeah, sure, that is that is a point. Um, that is a very good point, a very valid point. And if we're going to be um, honest with each other, that might happen. It might yeah. not. I mean,
4: we know that housing is coming, but right. other than seeing the outside of some of the buildings, you know, as you run across them in sure. Tamriel, we don't know what it's going to include, what the costs are. Right. I had heard somebody told me $7 million for the large house. I kind of freaked out. I asked somebody I knew, and they're like, yeah, it's not going to be anywhere near that for the large house.
1: Yeah,
0: no, that's... But,
4: you know, I mean, there they're not dispelling rumors they're not communicating with their community and there's been posts asking where everybody is there has not been an eso uh, yeah, we uh
0: live, an in ESO live in a while long time
4: there's been very little activity in the forums or <laughs> on twitter from the community managers um so it, it's i'm hoping that after the christmas holiday that we get some solid like this is what we can expect in 2017
0: yeah, I would like to ask Zoss if if they could um, if they could at least give us a roadmap for 2017. I think whatever you're seeing in the forums um, might subside a little bit um, because it's going to help alleviate some some fears in regards to development for the crown crates versus actual in-game development. Uh, let's leave off on our final thoughts with this with with Rob. Yeah, I mean, and that sums it up. Okay, moving on. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you I know. Mean, in, 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 in all seriousness, I mean, uh, you know, I I said my spiel about this uh what, about six shows ago, you know, during the summer when when the the crown crates were first announced that this was happening and everybody just completely lost their mind and like you know sure. they're here, they're not going anywhere. No. Okay, I'm just going to put that out right now. I'll be very surprised if the crown crates go away. Mm-hmm. It, you know... Not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It, as much as you can bitch and complain on the forums, send emails to the community team... You know, gripe at them on Twitter, do all that and then some. Drive to Hunt Valley and stand outside with a picket sign all you want. Everybody in New York, go there so Devardwin can no, play again.
1: It's <laughs> not
3: going. It's not going to happen. These these are always going to be there. You might as well just get used to it. Oh <laughs> uh, God, I gotta be, good. <laughs> I gotta wait, be
4: wait, good. Wait, you forgot to ask Liz.
1: I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man little vinyl liz we love little vinyl liz um Oops, we miss we miss real thing. liz we gotta have little vinyl liz on because we miss her you know, it's been
4: over a month since i've talked to liz has it yeah wow yeah wow well, she's been
0: working yeah. yeah it's been it's been taking all
4: that christmas chocolate for all those christmas kids and boys
0: <sighs> yeah girls. Um, Liz Liz has had a tough go of it, guys. I mean in all in all honesty. Um, you know, maybe some of our listeners out there, send send Liz a little love. Um at Mistress Lebeau on Twitter. Just just send her a little a little note, say, Hey, we miss you. Come back soon. Um because she's had a tough go of it the last I don't know, two, three weeks, maybe it's been it's been rough. And she's fine. She's settled. She's got her she's got her new uh place and she just needs to get internet, but yeah, I know she's been real stressed out, so Yeah. Um, before that we time move on year,
4: you know, tons of work for her and then, you know, to have to find a new place on top of it and yeah. just, you know, the state that she lives in, you know, the, you know, it can be stressful there, you know, where she is. So yeah, absolutely. You know, send yep. us our, send your love to her,
0: you know, make, you know, make sure that she knows. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
4: Including little little
0: Hello. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, uh, before we move on to, uh, the, the Elder Scrolls November, uh, the, the Legends November monthly card reveal um which is a, a quick news item i sort of want to ask you guys um in the last in the in, you know i don't know when was the last time we recorded an episode of elder scrolls off the record just just before october, just before While, october yeah. right did we yeah. miss the whole month of did we miss the whole month of november
4: yeah we did a we, classic during
0: november and that was it that was it. jesus oh man yeah and, it was just
4: before the elections before you had to do yep. all that overtime uh, because of all the craziness in new york city
0: yeah that's still going on by the way um they're saying hopefully in two weeks or so, um, you know, we might be able to come up with a better solution. That's going to free up my schedule, but, uh, it's, uh, you're, you're not going to be seeing a whole lot of me lately. <laughs> not, oh, not till, uh, not till inauguration day, at least, at least. And then, uh, maybe depends on maybe if they
4: decide down. to move out of new, out of Trump tower and into Washington.
0: Uh, it, that's a big I part mean, of it right there. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on a lot of things. Um, you know, I, I know the, the, the big thing is is just how they're how it's being done. I mean, this isn't you know, I'm not I'm not trying to slight anyone who's who's protesting um, or or slight anyone who, who you know, dis, um, disagrees with the protesting. Um, it's not about that. What it's really about is just how the NYPD is 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 choosing to attack this with the resources that it has. That's really the issue. Um, if, if the NYPD knew how to spend its resources, it's me, its personnel, it's cops, um, a little bit more efficiently, I would be you wouldn't see anything. Um it, you wouldn't see any change in my schedule. We'd be doing shows on a regular basis, but because they've got us doing, you know, close to seventeen hour shifts <clears throat> um almost almost every day, uh it's tough. <laughs>
1: it's tough. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Um, and it's on foot in the cold, um, so it's it's rough, and that's just when you're there. It's a 17-hour shift. It doesn't, you know, account for commuting and whatnot, and you know it starts up again for me tomorrow too. So, uh, it it takes a lot to, to throw this episode out. It, 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 a lot of dedication, a lot of love. But moving on mm-hmm. from that, speaking of maybe November, maybe can... um, speaking of November in in Tamriel, um, let's let's, you know. I saw a couple of things. I kind of want to ask you guys about it. Um, we had, what, we had the... A uh, lot, of, lot of cool promotion is really what I want to get off my chest here. Uh, we had the Black Friday Sale. Um, one Tamriel Trip of a Lifetime. That that came out. Um, plus, I don't want to forget the big important thing here that I really want... Gold to Edition
4: came out. The,
0: the Gold Edition. <laughs> uh, um... Uh, the one township left. Uh, where is it? It was the free weekends. The free weekends at this. yes. The... Uh, yes. Yeah. yes. PlayStation 4 and PS, uh, PlayStation 4 and PC Mac had a free weekend. Um, this article is posted on Elder Scrolls Online, 1115. And then on 1121, they posted another one, a free weekend for Xbox One. Um, a lot of cool promotions. What do you guys just like? Generally speaking, the Black Friday sale, the, um, the 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 free weekends. Uh, what do you think about it? Let's start with Mark on that.
2: Um, I'm sorry. Uh, got, got a little distracted for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, something shiny. Yeah, free. Yeah, so, I, uh, actually, go go to someone else. I'll come back. <laughs> Sorry. How about
0: how about little vinyl Liz? Little vinyl Liz, what do you think about getting free stuff on the weekend?
2: Free school. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about
1: you, Mike?
4: Uh, I like the, the free weekends. I think it's a great way to promote the game because people can download the game, play for the three days, and if they like it, anything they did during those three days carries over. And uh, you know, all they have to do then is drop the money on you know the between twenty and sixty dollars, depending on which version they get. Of the actual game to you know continue playing on, so it's a good way to get people in. It's kind of like when you used to get demo discs for you know item or for PlayStation or Xbox uh, stuff. So it gives you that hook of like, hey, you know, three days, you know, look at all this stuff, and then you know they added onto that uh, the uh, forty or fifty percent off for the crowns that weekend, so that you know if you got in the game. Yeah, you know, people could buy a couple cool mounts and have stuff going and be like, "Yeah, I'm going to stick with this game." And we got a couple of new guild members that have actually been regulars in the uh, in our uh team speak uh because of this. Um, you know, one guy, he's on a level 13 character right now and he's like, "Oh my god, you know, I want to make another character, but what should I do?" I'm like, "Dude, get to level 15, experience, weapon swaps and then make another character." Um, you know, but he was a big WoW fan and he is just Amazed at the active combat in this game and mm. the graphic quality mm-hmm. and the realism. Yeah, and just you know, his only thing is he like, I wish I had more buttons. Like, dude, as soon as you get weapon swap, <laughs> you'll you'll double your buttons.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Once you once you hit that uh, level fifteen mark, um, yeah. Can we? Can I just say how great it is to have Black Freddos <laughs> in this, in the game? Um, I wanted it to be more than just a crown store thing, though. I mean, I'm glad they had the crown store stuff. I mean, it was really really cool. Um, you know, I'm looking at it, uh, the description of this on, on the, uh, Elder Scrolls online website. And I actually did buy stuff on the, um, on the crown store for Black Freitas. I think I actually got some experience scrolls for, um, Paladin Marlowe, uh, which I'm actually using right now to get him up to 50. So, um, uh, he's up to 41 right now. So I'm, I'm pretty oh, excited nice. about that. Yeah. I'm getting hey, you
4: people with Sweet. your crown scrolls, just talk to me. I've got, you know, like... Fifty or sixty of the sigic ambrosia
3: there. Uh, those things you know, only last thirty minutes, man.
4: Ah, uh, but once you get those things, it's up to fifty something minutes. I mean, we, we did the one night there. Uh, what? What was the the daggers night we did? Where I passed out a, a stack of sigic to every person who showed up.
1: Oh,
3: nice. So, was that it where was, we were? I uh, can't was remember that what Rutger it was. Like, night may
4: have been, but like it was like nine thousand gold pieces worth of sigic ambrosia to every guildmate who showed up.
0: That's so. that's that's cool. Wow. Uh, Sundays, uh, you do you do um, you do stuff like that, right?
4: We do trials on Sundays, yeah. So, Sundays. Yeah. Um,
0: So, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you know, if Black Frey like extended in-game 2, where like all of the merchants had like reduced pricing on, on whatever they were selling, I, I think that'd be kind of cool. You know, it, it's actually and, and Mark, you know that this actually uh, something like that um, actually pertains to stuff that you, you would see in in Daggerfall.
2: There were days, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean you could do whole events around it, but like I, I can see why they would probably want to to save a little bit at least. You know, you got the you got the big events for uh, the witches festival. You have got the, the the holiday stuff coming up now in December, um, and, and Frank. But you know, you're right. They missed a massive thing with dueling. It could have just been. Everyone's automatically, you know, dueling opens up for everyone. You can hit everyone. And then there's like a single treasure chest in the middle of the city. First person there gets <laughs> the chest. Free for all.
0: <laughs> uh, Rob, on to you. Some of the promotion stuff. Um, you know, we had that weekend, uh, you know, Black Freitas and then um, the Trip of a Lifetime. Um, what, what do you think about it? Just, just some of your thoughts on some of this promotional stuff going on last month. I me
3: mean, like the uh, the Black Frayda stuff, you know, I, I kind of looked at it and like, eh, I think I have a lot of this stuff already. Yeah. but you know, uh, that's, you know, I, I'm not surprised by that. Um, but uh, I, I saw it mentioned in our chat room uh, that there was the anniversary of Rothgar. Ah, yes. Um, and that was the event that, at least mentally for me, it kind of broke me for ESO for a little bit. It's like, really? I did so much of that. <laughs> I did so much of that. I'm like, I I need to go do something non ESO now. What
0: did, <laughs> what did they uh, celebrate Orsinium's one year anniversary?
3: Uh, it was pretty much double anything yeah. from Orsinium. Um, any of the, um, <clears throat> uh, the crafting nodes uh-huh. in, uh, in Orsinium gave you double the resources. Yeah. Um, and the that's
0: maelstrom arena double rewards yeah, Ma- for maelstrom yep,
3: double rewards for maelstrom which as soon as i saw that on the announcement like my eyes just lit up so that's oh, yeah. what i did I,
0: and i, I got I, the i got the list right here um just to not just to interject real quick like you were saying um double rewards from from nodes and Rothgar, chess and maelstrom arena that's huge uh, yes. bo- reward boxes received by completing daily Delver world boss quests. Um, so return to the original uh, Orsinium collector's button for the crown <laughs> store, which has the game pack, the bear mount, the cub, experience crawl, 75% off crown store purchases of the uh, Orsinium DLC game pack. Amazing stuff. Just huge, huge stuff.
4: Most importantly, Palmer in the chat says orcs were half off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. Finish, finish okay. your thought, please, Rob. Uh,
3: but um, I, I ran Maelstrom Arena so many damn times. Just because I figured, all right, well, if you complete it, then you, you know you get two Maelstrom weapons instead of one. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to, I, I know we already talked about this before, but going back to these crown crates... If you haven't experienced uh Zoss's random number generator, <laughs> then <laughs> let me let me tell you that that thing is mean. Yes. It is absolutely evil. Um and after probably running Mouster Marina, vet mouster marina, about twenty times. Uh I think I got one. Dagger, one, wow. wow, and I think it was a, wow, I think it was an infused dagger. So it wasn't, wasn't even a precise or a or a sharpened dagger, but it was a dagger nonetheless. <clears throat> so I use it. Um, it. It does up my DPS quite a bit. But I was also trying to farm the uh, the Winterborn set, and I was able to get most of the pieces that I wanted except one. And again. There's a chance that uh, that these pieces could drop off of every round. So if I ran this thing 20 times and the body pieces, not, not jewelry, drops off of the first eight rounds, do the math, um, sure. Sure. and I was only able to get about four of the Winterborn pieces that I needed. Everything else was either a Prosperous. <laughs> or a uh, or or not prosperous, but like uh, like a reinforced, but you know none of uh, none of which were divines. So with that, by the end of of that entire event, I found myself going cross eyed and and just like okay, I, I need to play some Skyrim or something,
1: <laughs> something to clean, <laughs> so. clean
0: the palate. Um, all right, uh, we got we got to move on, but um, Mark, your your uh, your thoughts on this uh, as we as we finish up.
2: Yeah, no, I think that um, the free weekends and everything has been great. It's, it is great to see them, that they have had these events to bring people in. Um, I do wish that with things like Orsinium... <sighs> well, okay, I, I like that they'd had the extra, um, you know, all the resource nodes and all that other stuff. Yeah, I guess I kind of would have liked to see maybe a small quest or something to mark the anniversary as well. I mean, I realize that's, you know, like that is asking a lot because there's voice acting involved and everything else to get that all set up. But, you know, it would have been nice. Is it? I I, I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't necessarily think
0: so, man. I don't think that is asking a lot at all, actually. I think you're I think you're dead on point there. So I think you're right. man. that would have been good. I Uh,
4: can't wait for the Thieves Guild one because it seems like uh, that's. Going to be you know this double everything,
0: um, yeah. This does see that with the thieves guild. That's another thing too, Mike. You bring up a good point that sets up a very interesting precedent for the other DLC. Um, double
4: uh, Telvar from um, um, the, the Imperial City. Double stuff here from Rothgar. Yeah, know, thieves guild coming up next.
0: Unless, unless they were just looking to do something to to make up for slumping sales at some point, or um, and they just kind of came up with just some any old excuse, like, <laughs> maybe that's what this was about, but hopefully this well, sets... Thieves Guild, <clears throat> Thieves Guild came thro-
3: out what, late January? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Double treasure troves, maybe. Double I, nodes. I would, I would like to double see, Double like, drops on or drops on the um, um, Oh,
0: yeah, the motifs. All the yeah. motifs,
4: because there was a lot of motifs with Thieves Guild.
0: I'd like to yep. see a double XP weekend like they do in Swator. That'd be cool. Um, All right, Uh, let's move on to our last news bit here. Uh, Elder Scrolls Legends has revealed their monthly card for November. Uh, I think they did this uh, November 21st or the 22nd. Um, By this point, um, Elder Scrolls Legends fans, you you definitely know about this card. Uh, She is a powerhouse. She is Battle Reeve of Dusk. Um, Really cool looking art on this card, by the way. Reminds me of the uh, Queen Irene concept art. Uh, she's a three-three for six battle reeve of dusk, and when you summon her, you give a friendly creature a one-one for each keyword they have on the card. Um, now for Elder can scrolls can you
4: explain what a keyword is?
0: Yeah, it's it's a keyword. It, uh, basically, it's just um, it's a it's a single word that's on the card that that alters the um alters the the playing field or alters the card in some way. Um. So like guard uh, exactly is a keyword. guard guard would be a yeah that's a very common keyword, um, which turns the uh, the card into like a tank and focuses uh, other cards into attacking it before you can attack any other card. so uh, if you threw down a card that had guard on it, this card would give it a one one, so if it were a um i don't know like a three three guard card, it would then become a four four it'd give four attack and four defense. And um, you can collect up to three of these these uh, monthly reward cards, so this battle reeve of dusk. If you've got three of this in your deck, and you throw them down, um, if you're lucky enough to, to be able to throw them down in the same, same game, um, you're, you're doing a hell of a lot there. Uh, you really are. Uh well hold on, uh this just in. This is this is coming in on on the uh, the desk here. Hold on, hold on a second, folks. Uh Rage Philosophy here, uh who does an amazing impression of uh of a guy from the twenties. Uh my, my uh Mark uh, uh Rob rather, uh, what do you got over there on the uh the old bullpen desk uh, coming in there? Uh
3: If I wouldn't, would this be the thing under the uh, uh under the uh Elder Scrolls uh, legends card? Uh that would be it, good sir. Ah oh, yes, apparently this just in: backwards compatibility for Oblivion on Xbox One. Well, Jiminy Ladies Cricket, Rob, that's here amazing! It is.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what do you got on this?
4: Uh, I forgot completely. Forgot to to grab this before we started the show, but uh, it was announced this week that uh, Xbox One was going to start having some backwards compatibility games available, and the lead hitter. For it was uh, Oblivion Elder Scrolls uh, Oblivion so yeah. Uh, yeah, if you have an Xbox One or if you're like a Barwin when I sent him the tweet or the uh, message earlier in the week about this uh, he then said he had to go out and now buy a damn Xbox because he <laughs> you know wanted Oblivion on this Xbox 2 <laughs>
0: yes yeah. yes 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 I'm very happy that, uh, that you threw that in the notes just now because I completely forgot about this um, I missed this in my research last night Yes, this is this is awesome news. Um, do we do we have any particulars on this at all whatsoever? Um, you know,
2: do we know when this is coming out? Uh, oh, it's it's out. It, it, it basically the same day they announced it, it was active. Um, I had to restart my Xbox to get it to read the disc, but the moment I did sort of a a full restart, it took it, You know, it all started up and it works perfectly fine. All the DLC is available for it. Everything works. Mad
0: geniuses. How, how does it look? I mean, does it look exactly the same, or does it look slightly better?
2: Ah, uh, still potato heads. It's they're still potato heads. <laughs> um, I honestly, I, I think it looks a little better, but that's uh, you know what? No, it's probably about the same because it, it's just it's just a port, or it's it just uh, allows you to use the game as is. It isn't a remaster in any way, so. Uh, it doesn't take any extra advantage of the uh, the Xbox One's new hardware, right? But it means that you know what if you have an Xbox One, you can, and for some reason your 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 360 is not working, or you have the Xbox One, it's like oh well you know I can get Oblivion on the Xbox uh, three or the 360 version of Oblivion for like ten bucks now. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. There's no more excuses. None, zero, zilch. And, and and of course, this has to happen the same week that I start a new job. So it's like I <laughs> don't have time for Skyrim. I don't have time for Oblivion now. It's like, come but on! You've got the money
0: to buy it, and and
1: uh, well, I already
2: it had will. it. So
0: oh. his wife's
4: in the background screaming at him. You spend too much time on this podcast now. <laughs>
0: All right, folks, um, before we transition into uh, into gameplay, we just want to remind you a little bit about TweakedAudio.com, one of our uh, corporate sponsors, our corporate overlords here. Oh, Quest giving Network. <laughs> overlords. <laughs> Ivorin, don't forget about tweaked audio Okay, overlord,
1: I won't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, they've got some amazing earbuds over at TweakedAudio.com, and um you know uh, what I mean by amazing is they're high quality. They got a really great sound output, and uh, if you use our code off the record, you're going to get 30% off with that code. On top of it, they're going to ship them to you for free. So really, you're getting, you know, you're going to spend maybe like 25 bucks on a pair of earbuds. It's going to last you, I don't know, years, years. And the ones I'm using right now, I've been using this for probably about four years, three or four years. I've been using these um they're amazing and again it's $25 you're going to use them for years they're extremely strong the great sound output great noise cancellation a little too good actually if you're walking around in a, in a in the city and you got these things in your ears you ain't hearing anything going on around you <laughs> um and they're going to ship them to you for free they've got worldwide free shipping so so big huge thank you to tweakedaudio.com for uh sponsoring our our continuing to sponsor our show in part today all right. Uh, let's head over into gameplay, folks. We've got uh, we've got a lot to talk about in gameplay next. And we are back, folks, in gameplay. Um I haven't had a chance to really dive too much into, into Elder Scrolls since um
2: Since you've been gone.
0: Uh since I've been gone. <laughs> At work for a while. <laughs> I can't breathe! Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, but I will say this. Um I got a chance to play a little Skyrim special edition uh today on on uh my PlayStation 4 and um, I, I've got. I started. A, I started a new paladin on on that when I uh, when I bought it, and he's level six. So I'm kind of running around this game, right? And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? I haven't done lately. I haven't gone into Bleak Falls Barrow, and I'm you know I'm level six. So I figured, you know, let's just jump in there. I'll, I'll I'll jump through it in a breeze. That's exactly what I did. And I was looking for the trophy on on PlayStation Four for this. Which, by the way, we've got we've got um, a, a gameplay challenge for you coming up. So stay tuned, folks. Um, so I go into Bleak Falls Barrow and I'm running around. And I'm having fun using the uh, the traps against some of these monsters. And I, I want to just kind of grab you guys and bring you back to the first time you you played in Bleak Falls Barrow, which is the first dungeon there. You go to the you go to the trader and he's like, hey, you know, someone stole the golden claw from us. I need you to go in there and kill them all and get it back. So I- I'm going in there. I'm looking for this golden claw. Right? We're in the setting. You remember? Okay, here we go. So I'm in the. <laughs> So I'm running through the dungeon, right? And this undead dude—it's uh, right at that part where um, I'm in this room where where some of the drag are resurrect from their their crypts and the walls. And there's a button on the ground. If you step on the button, a gate swings True. over hey. and, and blasts you right in the noggin. Dong! What? <laughs> my, one of my favorite rooms in this game. One of my favorite rooms. It is so funny. So okay. Uh, I, I know it's there. I, I constantly use this thing. So I run around the button, and one of the Draugr comes up. I'm like, okay, great. I run past the button, right? And here he comes, and he's got a little ice spell. So he's using this ice spell, and he's thinking he's all clever. He's like, oh, I'm going to freeze this dude. Oh. So I'm in the back, and I'm just kind of like backing up. And he's continually, continuing, continually throwing Frost at me with one hand. And he's walking closer and closer and closer and closer to the button. And he would stop a little bit and just keep throwing frost. And I would back up and he would move forward. And and I'm getting hit by this frost, but I know he's about to step on that button and it's going to be sweet. He finally steps on the button. I mean, this dude steps on the button, plants his heels on the button as he's just continuing to throw this frost spell at me. And the gate whips around and it didn't clip him you know how maybe it it like clips him in the shoulder and they just lose all of their health because the game figures out like okay we'll count that as a hit and he'll lose his health and he just kind of like you know falls a little bit doesn't clip him in the shoulder it doesn't clip him you know on the leg no the gate whips around blasts this Draugr right on his whole right side and launches him right off that button
1: I
2: love it when that happens.
1: <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> hilarious.
0: <laughs> I mean, and I, it was i have seen this done so many times, but every single time I see it, it's the dragger is running at you. He steps on the button. He's still running at you, and the gate just clips him, and he kind of moves a little bit. Not this time. I mean, this Draugr was firmly planted on this button. He took the full brunt of that gate, and it launched him off the freaking button hurled him across the room he slams on the wall and bounces off the freaking wall and slides up the uh the the room just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what it was but i i started laughing so hard i had tears in my eyes and um i i I said to myself you know what i got to remember this for the show tonight because this is just hilarious so so that's that's one thing i really wanted to share with you guys also, I've been whenever I can. I've been working a little bit on Paladin Marlowe and Elder Scrolls Online, and I got him up to level forty-one. Uh, so I'm super happy about that. Nice. Yeah, and uh, that's basically been it, guys. Um, you know, like I said, I've been I've been trying to get in a little game time here and there, but um, hasn't really been too possible so much. Uh, who's who's got something? Who wants to jump in? Rob, go ahead. What do you got? All right. Okay. Uh well I I pretty much
3: like regaled everybody with all my you know the, the stuff I've been doing in ESO I've been just running pledges uh we've been doing a lot of stuff with daggers um and I have been pretty much VMAing myself into complete oblivion uh so like I'm at the point now where I'm like okay I'm I'm pretty much playing ESO for for Dancing with Daggers um uh, just because like I you know I, I need to step away for a little bit. Uh, so, I I have actually been playing some of Bethesda's other titles. Oh. Uh, <laughs> ugh, I know.
2: Oh my God.
3: Um, like, uh, you know, I I've been playing um, I've been playing Skyrim, and I have been playing Sci-Fi Elder Scrolls because I can't say the actual name of the game on the show. <laughs>
1: um, Dare. <laughs>
3: man, sorry, I I can't handle that Fallout. <laughs> um, oh my but um, I, I actually have a funny story about Bleak Falls Barrow myself because we <laughs> had a gameplay challenge so I had to make a new character ah yes. Um, yes, yes, yes and and every every new game that I do in Skyrim I have to start off by you know Getting out of Helgen, and then getting to Riverwood, and then going straight to Blake Falls Barrow. That's what I always do. Like, okay, it's there. This is what I did the very first time that I played it. Uh, so I I just... It it feels weird if I don't go there first. Uh, so I go through the dungeon. I get through everything. I get to the last boss. I get to the Dragon Wall. I get the shout. And I'm good to go. I'm like, alright, I can head to Whiterun now. And I can talk to Jarl Balgruuf, who's sitting there just like this. <laughs> he's got the thing
0: going on in the in the throne.
3: <laughs> yeah, says he's not gonna uh, stand idly by while he sits in his throne. Idly, um, <laughs> idly. Got
4: to do that for him, you know.
3: And and of course, he uh, you know he tells me to go speak to Farangar. So I'm like, okay, all right, Farangar. Oh, yeah, I remember this guy. You know, this guy and his hostilities. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, so, so I, uh, I I go over to Farangar, and I, I go through the dialogue like I had done hundreds of times before. Something about, oh, he needs a dragonstone. Oh, well, guess what? I have a dragonstone. Why isn't he giving me the speech <laughs> option for the dragonstone? You never picked it up, did you? i know it's here somewhere
0: searching looking searching
3: and and it gives me the quest and i open up my map and the marker is right back at bleak falls barrow Uh, son of a son of a bitch (laughs) 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 i went all the way through that dungeon was like "Eh, i don't need that thing
0: would you forget (laughs) to pick it up
1: I
3: completely forgot to loot
1: it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> for some reason, some reason I thought it was in the chest, and I grabbed everything in the chest. Now it drops off of the drogger. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. Oh, crap! So I had to run all the way back through. Oh. And like, okay, oh yeah, there's that one drawer. Oh, okay. Oh, right, well, the gate almost got me this time. Okay, man, it was oh, it was hilarious. Thank God for fa- uh, See, those. Those, those, those so are the times where the the, the they're
4: color coded. <laughs> that they still have like gear that you have to pick up. No, oh, yeah.
3: Just like damn it. That's but that, uh... that, that that's another thing that that's extremely frustrating. You know, you you know, mentioned ESO and also playing Fallout and then playing Skyrim. When you try to intermix all three of these games together, they all have a very similar layout. When it comes to their control, like whether it's mouse and keyboard yeah. or uh, you know, or using a controller, yep, yep. But they're extremely similar with these little minute details that are just enough that they remind you in the heat of battle that oh, you're not playing ESO, right? Oh, you're not playing Skyrim. Right. Oh, you're not playing
0: Fallout. You're like,
3: like oh, I I, I need to I need to sneak. That, button is sneak.
0: That's yeah. why when I play ESO and, and any other Elder Scrolls game, I always make sure that I, I change the control scheme. I even do this at Daggerfall. I change the control scheme directly to what it is in Skyrim. Yeah. And yeah. I've, I've gotten
3: into the habit of doing that with all three of these games. Yeah. And but the, the biggest pain is that, you know, going back and forth between Skyrim and ESO is that in ESO, if you want to sprint, you have to hold shift. Okay. Right. Uh, or at least that, that. That's the I believe oh. that's the
0: default key. I know what you're getting at. Yeah.
3: <laughs> go yeah <for> it. That, <laughs> so yeah, you have to hold it, and then as soon as you let go of it, you stop sprinting. Right. And then, and then you go into Skyrim. You're like, okay, there's no enemies here. I'm just gonna sprint up this mountain. And then you hold shift. You're like, ah, okay, okay, okay. But, what? What? Why am I still sprinting? <laughs> you <laughs> fall off the cliff, Did you run right you off, the off the cliff. <laughs> like oh, damn! It. It's right. It's a toggle. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this happened to me earlier today too, when I was in Bleak Falls Barrow. Um, <laughs> right about the the time where you go through the tunnel that has the guillotines uh, yep. through the through the hallway there. Wait, it like this. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that, Mike. Uh, we got we got to keep uh, we got to keep mini vinyl Liz on the show even when 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 normal Liz is here we got to keep her on yes
2: <laughs>
1: yes
0: um, so I go running through this tunnel right and I'm expecting like you're saying like you hold down the shift but now I'm playing on my PlayStation 4 so it's a toggle button and I'm holding this down but at the same time like like the control scheme is just a little weird and instead of like running through this as the guillotines are coming through the the hallway I end up just like. I don't know. I, I I like depress the button again, or something happened. I just stop in the middle of the freaking hallway, and I just get diced up. I'm like, damn it!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like that thing really screws with you. It, it absolutely mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Um, Mark, what about you? What's some of your gameplay stuff?
2: Oh well. Uh, again, um, new job, so I haven't had a huge amount of playtime. But um, I've been playing when I've had time. I've been playing Skyrim, and I've. I started a new game and um, I've really been enjoying using the uh, uh, some Im- immersion mods like uh, I need, which introduces the need for sleep and uh, sl- sleep and drinking and uh, eating and that type of thing. I uh, am camping and fr- uh, Frostfall, of course, which um, since I-, I first used it way back when it was first coming out and everything and i'm just amazed by the extra stuff that they have put in there since then you know there's perks that you get and just it is just it really does add to the game yeah. and it adds to the tension when it's like well i have to go climb that mountain now and kill this dragon and you get up there and you're you're running around fighting this thing and it's it's like you're you're trying to make sure you don't freeze to death at the exact same time that this dragon is running around blowing fire everywhere. <laughs> um, but I, I think the, right, the, the best story I had is that um, I'm trying to do this character a bit roleplay-wise, and um, I was thinking, like, you know, what, what good reason can I come up with to have the character um, decide it's time to join the Dawn guard. I mean, the vampires attacking towns one thing, but there's other stuff the character needs to handle. For, you know, that seems a bit more important at the moment. And but you see, I also picked up another mod which gives you uh, fast travel uh, buttons or location markers for all your hu- your houses. So I figured, you know what? I- I'm I- I've just picked up this other NPC. I just want to get back home and uh, gear them up with some stuff that I've made. So I fast travel directly to Breeze home and arrive there late at night. I'm right in front of my door, so I go and go inside. And the moment I go inside, I can suddenly hear this, the sound of combat starting off to the right. Oh, no. Now, you, as, you all, as you all know by now, when you enter, change cells, when you go inside or outside while someone is talking, they come with you.
3: Oh, no. oh man!
2: So I suddenly went into Breeze Home, and three um, vampire thralls came in with me.
1: Oh. <laughs>
2: now my character working, man. Now my character had adopted the little girl up by the the Gilder Green. So of course, uh, now here's the fun part. I'm playing an imperial, of course. Of course. So I used voice of the emperor. So. All of a sudden, these guys draw their weapons and they start yelling. And before they can do anything, I use voice of the emperor. Now, things go flying all over the place. (laughs) You know, as as though I use a shout. Like, all the dishes, all everything just goes flying. It's like, well, that's never going back where it was.
0: (laughs) Looks like the first ten minutes of (laughs) Twister.
2: (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, you know, the character just, you know, uses uh, uses voice of the Emperor. And all of a sudden, they turn green and they stop fighting. And then they walk outside calmly. So... <laughs>
4: and Mark spends the next three hours putting the dishes away. <laughs>
2: you no, know, So, effectively, it's like, you know, these guys come in and draw their weapons like, Hey! Not on the carpet with muddy shoes! <laughs> <laughs> they, they walk out. And so I followed them out killed their boss who was outside fighting with some of the guards they didn't do anything and then took them out one by one cuz unless they themselves were attacked they didn't they didn't come off uh the um you know, they didn't turn off the the voice of the emperor kept them passive
0: yeah the deep voice kept them
2: passive <laughs> that's hilarious Look, it was <laughs> oh it was just one of these you know, this little mod, as oh, a result, man. ended up with a home invasion, <laughs> so, and it was like, "Well, geez, now my character has the perfect reason to join the Dawn Guard." Ma-
0: modding's fun mm-hmm. until uh, until you get your home gets invaded by vampires, and you got to scream at them, and then they politely walk out.
2: <laughs> someone was... really,
3: someone really needs to uh, look up the Castle Doctrine in White Hold.
0: Castle Doctrine, mm-hmm. and, and what? What do you mean?
3: Okay, oh come on, Ivar, when you're a cop. Haven't you ever heard of Castle Doctrine?
0: Uh, no, I haven't
2: heard That's, about this one. Is that the whole, if they enter your house, you're kind of free to do what you want, what you need to uh, do? Yeah,
3: ba- yeah, basically. A lot, a lot of yeah. states have, have what's called castle doctrine, where okay. it's like, if they come into your house, I know, like... <laughs> it's,
2: your it's your sovereign territory.
3: <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, like, in, in Texas, you know, it, it, it's something along the lines, and I'm, like, exaggerating here, so, like, don't send us hate mail, um, that it's, it's basically mm-hmm. like, if someone threatens you in your own home, you can pretty much all but empty your firearm into them. Um, no, things like that. So it's like I figured that. Hmm. Hey, if you got vampires in your house, have at it, man. Have at <laughs> it.
0: See, uh, I, we, I, I have. I've never heard of it referred to the the castle doctrine before. I haven't. I haven't referred to it like that. But um, you know, it, I it's just like it's something different in every state.
1: Yeah, uh,
3: I know. Uh, I know out where I live and down in Texas. I believe, uh, or I'm being told, it's called stand your ground in Texas. But right, I right. Think a lot of other states that refer to it as castle doctrine, castle doctrine because, like, it it goes back to the state and uh, statement that um a man or a person's house is their castle.
0: Right, and you know we do have that here. I mean that's that's a that's a basic fundamental right um that that we all have here in in America. It's part of your Second Amendment, uh, your right to bear arms, um, and part of your your Fourth Amendment too. It's it's a mixture of those two um, of the Bill of Rights together. That's what does that. Um, and so we, we should
3: we... write a strongly worded letter to Yarl Ballgriff.
0: Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And Palmore, uh, New York City does actually have that. We Everyone has that. We we got that here. Uh, <laughs>
2: Me- meanwhile, I was just very Canadian and asked them to leave politely.
0: <laughs> 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 you please get out.
4: <laughs> here in America. Enough, shoot <laughs> they would have been up in Lydia's bedroom along with all the mead bottles that I posted earlier this week. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's sh- let's shift gears. Let's go over to Mike. Uh, Mike, you've been playing some Skyrim Special Edition ESO, and, and you've got a little link for us to, uh, that you'd like to share, right?
4: Yeah. Uh, so we'll start with the Skyrim. Uh, so sure. last time we did classic, we had talked about a, um, a a Twitter challenge to go and collect as many alcohol bottles as you could and dump them in Lydia's bedroom and then take a picture of her in the bedroom with all the alcohol. So I did exactly that. It was like over a hundred bottles of mead and wine that were dumped into her uh, bedroom. <laughs> oh, I think man. I may have broken the physics engine when I Fusra dot it though, because <laughs> I'm finding alcohol in different parts of white run that, you know, shouldn't actually be there. I think they blew out through the holes in the roof.
3: I think I found one in my game. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. There's this random bottle of mead floating
1: there.
4: Um, but beyond that, what I did is I did a, a walking tour uh, for the dark brotherhood. So, I started by having to uh, do the first assassination quest where you have to kill the three people, the uh, miner up in Dawnstar, the miller up in in, uh, Windhelm, and then the uh, beggar in um, Iverstead by the Rift. So I started that, walked up to Dawnstar, then across, and then down, Uh, picked up the Thieves Guild quest along the way, then walked all the way back to turn in the quest, uh, finding Cicero there in the Dark Brotherhood Sanctuary, then it was like okay go talk to the woman in markarth so i walked over to markarth and she's like yeah back to to windhelm to go kill my ex-lover and my wanted to be ex-mother-in-law whatever it is that you know she actually is so i started that walking quest now in the middle of this i have picked up climates of tamriel and holy crap is it a huge game changer for those that like the visuals because I got a snowstorm in the pass between Iverstead and Falkreath. And then I got a uh, rainstorm as I was walking the plains of Whiterun. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point where I was like, wow, I need to find cover. Like, yeah, <laughs> my character should like set up a tent or like go into a cave and wait this stuff out. They were so bad. But it was such a, yeah, you know, a, holy crap. This is a huge game changer the way some of, you know, the the 64-bit <laughs> client can handle some of this stuff
0: oh, and then amazing. all the
4: mods too
0: were you unable and, to and... actually like like confidently walk through the game because of that
4: yeah because like wow. you know I, I could see stuff moving yeah. and i'm like shit is that a bear is it a saber cat is it a pack of wolves i have no idea <laughs> is it a dragon yeah. <laughs> well no it's not a dragon because i was in the sky but you know <laughs> and, and then you know All of a sudden you get hit by a saber cat that jumped off a cliff that you didn't notice because of the rain and you're like, oh my, you know, drop the controller freaking out type of thing. (laughs) And those, those jump scares are like the best, you know, and it's, it's not because it's too dark to see. It's because, you know, there's so much, you know, particle physics going on with the storms Yeah, and you get under like a cliff face though. And it like, you know, you can still see the particle physics, but it's not right there in your face. And then like they have fog physics that go with it because of the the cold. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So if oh, you yeah. do not have Climates of Tamriel, and you're running Skyrim Special Edition, you have got to get it.
0: Yeah, Climates of Tamriel, huge. Okay. Yep. Maybe we can get and a. It, can, can we get a link in the chat room? Go ahead, Rob. Sorry. I
3: was I, I was pretty much going to echo what Mike was saying. Uh, that that's one of the mods that I use. Uh, I was very happy to see that it is on uh, on on the Bethesda's uh, or net. Uh, for Skyrim Special Edition, right. they also have Supreme Storms, which is just like that, where when it rains, it rains, um, and the fog, which for the I, I'd never experienced this with either of those two mods in the older Skyrim. So there must have been an update to it uh, since you know, you know, since I last played uh, you know the original Skyrim and the Special Edition, because. I was out I think I was on my way back from the tower after killing the um the first dragon that you fight mm-hmm. um with the you know with the Jarl Balgriff quest. Right. And I was on my way back to go talk to him and I know he's gonna tell me to go speak to the Greybeards and all of a sudden it got really foggy. But <laughs> I I <laughs> you know i i have gamer add so i i think i saw like a like a deer out in that field so i had to go off and chase it and and that's when it got foggy and the fog was so thick i had no idea where i was i had to rely <laughs> on my on opening my map and using my compass to get back to white run wow i couldn't use visuals because it was so damn foggy <laughs> oh, wow,
0: that's that's nuts <laughs> um so climates of tamriel well Yes, I, mean, I think I'll download I'm that for to my find special it, yeah. edition. Um, all right, so so Mike, uh, I mean, we're we're actually running a bit late. Yeah, we we got a, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've got a two hour hard cap on on the show these days because uh, of the move back to Twitch. Um, but I I do want to get um I want to get your ESO gameplay and I want to get your link as well. Um, yep. so so tell me about ESO.
4: So ESO, uh, you know, we run trials on Sundays usually um, when we're not doing podcasts. And uh, we're trying to get people geared up to start doing some vet trials. Um, So I think it's going pretty well. Um, You know, most people are really excited about it. And those that have had a little trepidation actually have gotten a lot of excitement because, you know, to get these gear, you have to do regular trials and you have to do four-man dungeons. So it's really put a lot of people who haven't been grouping up a lot in the position where they've had to group up a lot. And I think they've had a lot of fun. And it's been great running around with uh, a lot of our guild members. Uh, trying to get them all their gear and stuff, so, Okay. yeah, you know, that's what we've been doing with that.
0: All right, um, now, Mike. Uh, I mean, this this is absolutely stunning. You're, you, uh, you know, you go ahead uh, and let us know what we're about to see, but I, I really can't wait to just show this for everyone.
4: Okay, so go ahead and put it up. Uh, so, anybody who has played ESO, uh, has played the Daggerfall Covenant, uh, has played through Shorn uh, Stormhaven. Uh, as they're walking from Stormhaven to go to um, Bankerai, uh, you have to cross a giant bridge. And uh, this bridge uh, spans a river that uh, allows you to go out to the Iliac Bay and out into the uh, rest of the ocean. And uh, it's a drawbridge type of thing. And what I did is I went in and I took two screenshots and melded them together so that I could get rid of a stupid crumbling tower that was in the way to get this very elongated view of the bridge uh, out of Stormhaven. And you can see, um, um, Rob, what's the city there? Um, The first city. Evermore. Um, Evermore, yeah. Uh, In the background, and one of the large uh, sailing ships docked at the docks there. This uh, This
0: is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I'm going to send a link to the, uh, the folks in the chat room this way. They can enjoy it too. Um, now you posted this on your Twitter account at KDR Mickey oh. and, and Mike, I know you also have an Instagram.
4: Uh, no, I have, um, a deviant art page. It's kdrmickey.deviantart.com uh, And, uh, that is a link of all of the paintings I've ever done. So yours and Mark's and Rage's and Liz's painting are hosted there, um, along with this one and thirty something more. Yeah. So, Um,
0: I mean, uh, Mike. uh, I mean, it's it's stunning. It really is beautiful. And I have noticed that your your painting has gotten better and better um, through the years. And it's just this is I think this is probably one of your best. I thank you. Yeah, it really is wonderful. Um, Please, please go to Mike's DeviantArt page, guys. Um, I mean, the the paintings that he does there—they're fantastic. He spends a lot of, a lot of, you know, he he spends a lot of attention to detail on these. And um, you also do for commission as well, right?
4: Yeah. So you know, if people want a painting, you know, they should contact me through Twitter or you know, and talk about you know, first pricing because a lot of people get sticker shock with pricing. and then, uh, you know, what it is that they want. Sure. Uh, you know, I had one guy say, oh, I'll take your, uh, was it, work, one hold painting, if you paint a dragon in it, and I'll give you 50 bucks. And I pretty much <laughs> said, yeah, go stick that 50 bucks up your beep, beep, beep. Wow. Because... You're meeting your <laughs>
0: customers like that?
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, this is not Walmart. No. Yeah. And he was very flippant about, you know. Yeah, the, the the painting to begin with and the way he approached me on it. But so you know, it was
0: nasty to you. It, it's
4: you know yeah, of course. It's like, you know, if you want one, you know first off I can't sell ones I've already done. You know, it has to be a commission because of the way, you know, commission laws work. Okay. And uh, you know, be prepared for sticker shock because they're this expensive. is not Walmart. It's not a fifty-dollar painting. Right. You know,
0: it takes you, you. See, the thing is, is you know, the the oils take are a lot of money. the The canvas is 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 expensive. The eas easily. So the, the the materials are expensive, and and more importantly, it's time that's expensive too. You know, it's taking. Yeah. So it's 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 time and resources, and you know. So I think everyone gets it. You know, yeah. You gotta. You know, you gotta understand. You pay. You gotta pay a person uh, for their for their fine art. Um. Mm-hmm which I would definitely say this is far more fine art than, than uh, some some uh, gigantic black painted uh, piece of canvas that you might find in a, in a <laughs> museum of modern art these days. <laughs> um, anyway, listen, folks, your weekly challenge, here it is. All right, last week's weekly challenge was uh, level up your character 10 levels without using any magic, healing spells, and health potions. So I hope you enjoyed that. Please reach out to us with Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. This week's challenge in Skyrim Special Edition. Get the thief achievement, which means you gotta pick 50 locks and 50 pockets. I've been noticing on PlayStation 4 a lot of um, a lot of trophies are considered very rare. Um, because it seems like most people are not doing the the quests out there. It's very very interesting for me to see that. Um, so if you have not uh, been a good little thief, go out there, pick some locks, pick some pockets, and um, and get Do that. Some achievement screen
4: captures and put them out on Twitter for us too. Like you yeah. know, screen capture who you pick in their pocket.
0: Right. We'd love to. Did you uh, get gruff stuff? Well,
4: he's there on his chair, relaxing, chilling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, now, we'll I, love it. Part of it might it.
2: also be that people are doing it, but they're because they're uh, they're playing with mods that it doesn't register at all. Yeah,
0: it could be. It could be that. that that that's very that that's likely as well. Um, yeah. So send us uh, images if you have images of us of you doing some of this. Uh, we'd love to see it at Elder Scrolls OTR. Or you could send us an email, uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. We'll certainly retweet you um, if that's if that's the case. If that's your thing on Twitter, we'd we'd like to do that. Uh, we've got one more discussion point that we want to drop into with Tamriel's rumors. Uh, so we're going to do that for just a few minutes, uh, right right here after our uh, little our little rumors bumper. If I could if I could find that. Oh, here we go. Okay. Oh my God, Becky! Did you hear what Yorun just did? <laughs> Poppycock!
1: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
0: All right, folks, uh, we're back at it with the old Skyrim, uh, with the old uh, Elder Scrolls Six questions, and and here's our question, which we did a uh, a poll on Twitter about about 17 hours ago, which is. Should Elder Scrolls 6 have multiplayer? Now our Twitter poll came in at 63% for no, 37% for yes, but there was a lot of discussion on this Twitter thread as well. A lot of people saying co-op should be good, don't let Zos do it, not online. Um, you know, uh no no internet uh multiplayer co-op uh next to each other is fine. So let's let's kind of chew the fat over this for about five minutes or so. Let's start with Mark. Um I mean, multiplayer in Elder Scrolls six, yes and no yes or no and why not, or why?
2: Uh I, I gotta go with no. Um I, I find that the Elder Scrolls games um are a very immersive thing and very personal. They I don't really feel that they they lend themselves to uh to, uh, they definitely, I don't feel lend themselves to side by side play. Um, as for multiplayer online, I don't know. I guess it's, I guess it would be fine. I just, I couldn't see myself ever using it because I like getting lost in the world, and I, can't, I find I can't do that in ESO the same way I can in Oblivion, Skyrim, Morrowind, Daggerfall. Yeah, eh, and maybe arena. <laughs>
0: that seems to be um, a lot of a lot of the discussion here for the for the no camp. What do you think, Mike? Um, yes and no, yes or no, and why?
4: Uh, so I know a lot of this comes from the fact that right now in uh, Reddit there's a huge call for a lot of information concerning Elder Scrolls Six. So that's where a lot of this comes from. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I would have to go with no for replayability. Okay. One of the reasons why you see a lot of multiplayer games having a yearly newest, latest, greatest, you know, garbage shooter is the fact that people get bored and they leave the game. And so they keep their player base going. They launch, you know, you know, greatest shooter number 10,561. Uh, yeah, with new maps, new guns and the same old, you know, 13 year old who's now a 14 year old telling you what... A- About your mom. What he's going to do to your mother. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say multiplayer no, because I love the fact that, you know, here we are. It's been five years since Skyrim, and we're still talking about it and still playing it. It's been 10 years since Oblivion, and people are excited about backwards compatibility. You know, it's been, uh, was it, 14 years for Morrowind and, like, almost 20 for Daggerfall. You know, so it's, like, gigantic, you know, gaps in time. And we're still playing these games, and there's people still playing them, still excited about it. And speaking about exciting games, uh, just before Thanksgiving, Wicked Wolf, one of our guildmates, uh, posted something that had me freaking out. So on my phone, he's like, make sure you check out. Uh, oh, can't did see you get the, ah, the glare, damn it? Let's see. Will it come up? <clears throat> We get it without glare. All right. What is that? Uh, Icewind Dale Enhanced Icewind Edition Day. on the phone.
0: Yeah, that's
4: cool. So it's like you know when you think about it, you know, Icewind Dale, Baldur's Gate, both were released for uh, in the the App Store uh, just before Thanksgiving. It's like holy crap. So I dropped ten bucks to get Icewind Dale on my phone. Yeah. You know, when you start adding multiplayer concepts, though, as soon as those servers need to be maintained, or as soon as your player base dies off, it's it's impossible. So I'd say no.
0: Okay, all right. Definitely uh, haven't heard that argument for the uh, for the no camp. Um, uh, Rob, what about you? Uh, should should this should this happen? Multiplayer Elder Scrolls? No, it's my game. Get out. <laughs> my time, real, God damn
3: it. <laughs> no, I mean in, in all seriousness, and I'm I'm going to use another game uh, that hasn't really been brought up in in this particular uh, argument before. Or at least sure. I haven't heard it. Uh-huh. Um, there, you know. I love Diablo 3. You know, Diablo 3 is is one of my guilty pleasures that whenever I'm just really tired and I don't want to focus on a rotation or uh, attack weaving or anything like that, I just go into Diablo and I just kill stuff for hours until I pass out. And then, all of a sudden, a friend of mine will just pop in and be like, hey man, what you doing?
0: Like... (laughs)
3: like man
0: killing stuff without use <laughs> like, i'm having an god ab damn. conversation with these demons see your way out
3: <laughs> like like god damn it man you know so <clears throat> i mean you know i i enjoy my friend's company um uh, and and you know commuting uh communicating with them in the game but it's like for crying out loud you know i mean there's there's nothing that just drives me more crazy than it. You know, if someone were to just be able to pop into your game while you are just in the middle of doing something, right? Uh, especially if it adjusts the difficulty level like it does in Diablo. Uh, you know, I can't see anything like that happening with, uh, you know, with Elder Scrolls Six. But that being said, you know, the the single player Elder Scrolls games are just that. I think they should be single player Elder Scrolls games. Uh, you know, if there is some sort of co-op for it, that's fine. All right. If if you want to do it to appease the 14 year olds, fine. Uh, but it needs to lock the game save.
0: Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with no on this. All right. Um, uh, look, it, the, we have Elder Scrolls online. It's an MMO. It's a great Elder Scrolls game. It's a great Elder Scrolls game. All right. It really is. If you haven't played Elder Scrolls online, you really should, you really should think about it. It's very inexpensive. Great way to get into the uh, the Elder Scrolls series with your friends. That being said, um, there sometimes you want to wear your Elder Scrolls Online hat. Sometimes you want to wear your Skyrim hat, or your Oblivion hat, or your Daggerfall, or Morrowind hat, or you know something. Uh, Your Elder Scrolls. I didn't have hats in Arena. (laughs)
2: But (laughs) um, you know, (laughs) nothing is in Arena. the
0: The strength of these games is is um, interacting with the world. When, in a way that you and you alone want to interact with it um, and I feel like multiplayer would water that experience down that's just not the series it's just not the series and there is that argument that you know oh it would be the series if you know that technology existed way back when well the technology did exist when they, they, they hung up the series for, for some years and, and came back with Marwind that technology did exist and um, it, they, they decided against it at the time That technology existed in Oblivion, that technology existed in Skyrim, and they decided against it each and every single time when they were looking to redo Elder Scrolls in a bigger and better way. So to say that, you know, the technology just didn't exist when they came out with the series, a series that prides itself on on reinventing itself in in small and sometimes gigantic ways, um, I don't really think that's, that's, you know, too much of an argument. Uh, here on Twitter from Joshua Graham, we've got, I voted no, but maybe co-op wouldn't be bad. No more than one person, though. Uh, so so definitely, um, if Elder there people are saying, you know, no to Elder Scrolls 6 acting like an MMO. Here's another one from <laughs> Yummy Bear. Uh, what he said, Elder Scrolls is not an MMO, so please don't turn it into one. It's not, wow. Um, I do see some support, like Michael Lamantine here says only co-op. <clears throat> I do see some support for some kind of co-op. But like Rob said, only in this framework of at least make it some sort of different game save. Make it optional. It doesn't have to. Not every game has to be online. I would say no to all of it, my opinion. And I think that's sort of the opinion of my hosts, too.
3: If you're looking for a kill-death ratio, you are in the wrong franchise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Agreed. All right, folks. Um, let's move on uh, briefly to uh, lore and mail. But before we do that, we just want to shout out uh, our another uh, sponsor of ours, um, Audible. A U D I B L E. Audibletrial dot com slash Quest Gaming Network. You're, uh, you're gonna need that link in order to get a free, a free, free, free book. A free book at audibletrial.com slash Quest Gaming Network. You can choose from. Hundred, literally hundreds of thousands of books from all different kinds of genres. Some of them uh, sound just like a um, an audio drama. They're done very, very well, and uh, you can't go wrong with uh, with many of these books. Like I was saying before, um, you know, some of my favorites uh, tend to be from the Doctor Who series. Certainly, the Star Wars, the Old Republic books. There are very good, very, very good. If you're a Star Wars fan, we've got Rogue One coming up. Um, you may want to go back and see what what they're doing a little bit in the old republic and uh those those books are are narrated acted and um brought to life very well uh on audible so get your uh, get your free account get your free book at audibletrialcom network, and we would very much appreciate uh you downloading that free audiobook today uh lore mail and more coming up very soon after this
1: I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only.
0: All right. Um, mini Vinyl Liz. This week in Tamrielic Holidays. <laughs> no, she's not doing it. <laughs> she said. So, so so, I could have called that. I could have called that. Uh, so Mike, <laughs> this week in Tamrielic Holidays.
4: <laughs> the Moon Festival, Sun's Dust the 8th. On the 8th of Sun's Dust, the Bretons of Glenumbra Moor... Hold the Moon Festival, a joyous holiday in honor of Secunda, the goddess of the moon. Although the goddess has no active worshippers, the traditional celebration has continued through the ages as a time of fast, feasting, and merriment. Halansailak, lak Sun's Dust the 18th. Halansai lak which means communion with the Saint of the Sword in Old Redguard, is the most serious of holy holidays to the people of Pothago. The ancient way of Hel Ansei is never practiced in modern Red Guards, but its rich heritage is remembered and honored on this day. And finally, Sun's Dust the 20th, the Warriors Festival. The Warriors Festival in Daggerfall, most all of the local warriors, spell swords rogues come to the equipment stores and Blacksmith with all of their weapons are half price. Unfortunately, the low prices also tempt many an untrained boy to buy his first sword and and the normally quiet city of Daggerfall's streets ring with amateur skirmishes. The regent has pardoned most of the ruffians in the past, but has promised to be less merciful this year. In Daggerfall, this is also the summoning day for Mayruun's Dagon.
0: Ah, and put your paws together for the five most important minutes of your life here at the Two Moons Horoscope with my bestest friend from Alfik. now bipedal fuzzy person. Uh, mm, uh, Jezudar. Oh, thank you, Brago.
4: Are you (laughs) alfique today?
0: No, no. no, I am not alfique today, no.
4: Okay. This one has been laying over in the port city of Volkogard, mainly because this one has been sick. On the occasion that I was up and about, I was talking to a high elf, and it is agreed that nine-tenths of the problem are caused by Daedra, the Thalmor, and the orcs. It seems like the High Elves of Oridon do not like other High Elves, but enough of the local meandering, and we shall not talk about the stars. The Magnus and Joan sextile favors creativity and boosts in imagination. This is the right time for putting one's artistic talent to good use. Here in Oridon, there is no end to the talented artists, all trying to capture the beauty of this isle. Lastly, I drew the Eight of Swords, not a favorable card, one should take one should take steps to regain control over a stressful situation, most likely caused by a relationship. If it doesn't serve you, it is time to leave. And with that, it is time for this one
0: to take his leave.
4: Now, I must go find a nice bed.
0: Oh, thank you so much for that that enlightening wisdom from the stars, Chazadar, Oh, I like your fur. Oh yes, yes. Oh, okay. Thank oh, you. Oh yes, yes. be careful you might get sick yeah sorry Uh, um all right well uh moving on (laughs) uh from from uh from musclehead 007 we have a correspondence uh rendered electronically uh to us good sir mark would you mind picking this up please
2: not a problem hello and greetings esotr crew I'm curious about the next cycle of ESO DLC. I haven't heard much about the... Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard much about the next DLC after the Shadows of the Hist. Would y'all prefer having a whole new zone on the scale of Rothgar, or a quality-of-life DLC like housing or spellcrafting? Uh, personally, I want the developers at Zost to, Zost to come out with uh, player housing sooner rather than later. May your roads be lead to warm sands... Muscleheads, uh, 007. What do you think, Mark? Well, uh, yeah, I gotta agree. I mean, we, we touched on it earlier. We haven't heard hide nor hair in, in months, really. Um, honestly, I think that likely what's happening is that they're really pushing themselves to get, uh, um, well, the housing seems to be part of, uh, the big push for Morrowind. I think, that, that seems to have been um, connected with it somehow. At least I kind of hope so. In which sure. case, you know, we could see more like, okay, uh, if you do the entirety of uh, the Dark Brotherhood, including the special final quest, um, the game strongly hints that we will be returning to Vardenfell sooner rather than later. Uh, probably fairly soon, actually that's what I figure is coming up next. And that's why I figure that they're working on. So we shall see, but I, I would actually rather them doing the larger zones than smaller DLCs. like maybe one large zone, like Rothgar a year and then a, sm- a few smaller DLCs, but I, I would much prefer the larger zones.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with, with that. Um, all right and, and Musclehead is uh in the chat room so we just uh want to thank him uh for for the email um all right so so this one comes from uh tommy quinn who says uh hey there esotr crew uh, i discovered your podcast about a month ago and have been listening to five or six episodes each day while working nights thank you for keeping me sane as I write this, I'm listening to episode 63, which I actually just looked that up. I mean, episode 63. We did that um, April 5th of 2013 is when that released. Uh, it was about PVPing. Um, let's see. This week, we take a few minutes to explain a bit about patch 1.9 and feature this week's headlines. Conflict in serial part one, the Tamriel Chronicles, back when they were still doing that. Uh, Elder Scrolls soundtracks, classics, and the dev question of the week. Uh Lou was still on the show. He presented his new series, Rogues Gallery, and features Alduin and Mancar Kamoran uh in the Elder Scrolls. So that that was that's episode sixty-three right there. Um uh, thank you for indulging my little walk on on the uh on the uh historical side. Nostalgic side. side. Nostalgic side, yeah, thank you. Um So <clears throat> that's what uh, that's what he's listening to, good old Tommy Quinn there. He said, uh, I thought I'd take the opportunity to write in and tell you about something that happened in Skyrim this week. Uh, now that special edition is out, I decided to dust off my old 360 and finish off the last few achievements on Skyrim before I started up again on the new system. So I loaded up my most recent save, which, as it turns out, is about two years old at this point, and I went on. Uh, my way down to track down the last few things I needed to do. Uh, this was all going swimmingly until I came to doing my master criminal achievement. Uh, I went from hold to hold, walked in a city, ran a few citizens through with my blades and made a tactical retreat whilst screaming like a little girl. Finally, I came to solitude, and at this point, I'm just trying to kill as many people as I possibly can before having to run, and it all starts as expected. Snarky Altmer from Radiant Raiment loses her head. The one-eyed beggar takes a chill wren to the gut. All hell breaks loose. I turn around to see a swarm of six or seven guards, wearing only boots and helmets, sprinting <laughs> into the market square, fists raised, and descending on me. At this point, I'm laughing so hard I can barely play the game. And as a result, I get beaten to death by a rapidly growing squad of naked (laughs) solitude guards. I can only assume that I stole their gear for my own amusement at some point. And I've never been so glad of my bizarre habits. Thanks for the awesome podcast. I'll write in again when I'm caught up. Your listener from across the pond, Tommy Quinn. P.S. Liz is still a cheater. (laughs) oh man oh good old tommy quinn thank you so much uh for for riding in uh tommy and um i'm really glad that you're enjoying the show wow five to six episodes a day wow man that's a lot that's a lot of listening right there uh, I imagine at this point he's uh, quite far along in in the feed, um, probably far beyond 63 at this point. So, uh, Timmy Quinn, when you finally hear this, um, just thank you very much for, for checking us out. And um, you know what's funny is those old shows are, are sort of relevant again now that Skyrim Special Edition is out. Um, Simply because you know we were playing Skyrim um, way back when, when the fir- when the show first came out, and um, so so if you're keen on on getting a good old laugh uh, from from how noob we were, how little we knew about Elder Scrolls, and um, how badly we played Skyrim, uh, you should check out some of the older episodes of, of Elder Scrolls Off the Record, including maybe the first episode when I called the Bretons the Bretons. Uh, so,
1: <laughs>
0: Either like a complete uh-huh. ass, <laughs> or just a moron. <laughs> I always cringe whenever I hear. Ah, uh, yeah, the uh, um, I'm not too sure if they're called the Bretons or not, but I'm like, oh, <clears throat> oh god, every time it's don't like, like cringe right
3: Don't they should go on a salad or something.
4: <laughs> oh, they are a cracker. You can buy mm. you can buy Breton crackers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They right. are yeah.
0: I, I, every time I pass them uh, at the local supermarket, I always laugh. I'm like, "Hey, Bretton crackers! See <laughs> <Yeah>, that? <you> laugh. <laughs> oh man! All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, this is uh, this has been this has been a great episode, and again, um, a long overdue one. So, thank you very much for uh, hanging out and waiting. Um, before we go, we just want to call out our last sponsor, which actually is Amazon. Um, we do have an Amazon store link. Uh, on our website questgamingnetwork.com and as you're Christmas shopping uh, which which I definitely need to do we would like to ask that maybe you remember Quest Gaming Network and just, just head on down uh, to the bottom of the page there and just click on the Amazon link and um, at no extra cost to you uh, we will get a little credit for whatever you spend on Amazon during the Christmas season and um, we would greatly appreciate that it helps us you know fund the uh, the little project that we've got going on over here um little birdie told me that they would uh we we uh, may be bringing back kD radio um and we are using uh the funds that we do have to sponsor some some extra equipment for 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 some folks um who will be coming to the network brand new actually so you know, we uh, we do a lot for upgrades. Um, when it comes to when it comes to the funds that we get, and um, so we would appreciate you know helping us along by going to uh, Audible uh, using AudibleTrial dot com slash QuestGamingNetwork uh, by going to tweakedaudio.com dot com, um, and by using our Amazon link store as well. Uh, for those in the chat room, uh, if you'd like to di- donate to us directly uh, using PayPal, we we have that as well. You can go to questgamingnetwork.com dot com and on the uh, donate link there um, also here in the uh, the stream itself on Twitch uh, we have links below the video screen uh, where you can you can donate as well um if if helping us financially is not part of something that's uh feasible for you hey that's that's no problem um you're helping us out just by listening um, if you're on YouTube and you watch on YouTube, that helps us out. Uh, we'd ask that maybe you uh, you click on the little up hand there. That always helps. And, and leave a comment below. We, we love hearing all that stuff, too. Um, you can also send us a, uh, an email at Record at gmail.com. And uh, tweet at us at elderscrollsotr. All of this interaction, it, it may not fund us monetarily, but it does broaden our, um, our scope on, on the Internet. It broadens our Internet impression. And uh, the bigger the show gets, the more chances we have to um, to self-fund. So so whatever you can do, uh, we would greatly appreciate. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, you might actually like some of the other stuff that we do here at QGN, which includes classic Elder Scrolls, which we'll be recording hopefully next week. Hopefully, um, hopefully we, we can get that going. We'll let you know. Uh, follow us at Elder Scrolls OTR for confirmation one way or the other. Uh, Dancing with Daggers, our stream that happens every Friday night at 10:30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch.tv/QuestGamingNetwork. Uh, also, uh, I do a, a stream as well, which uh, as soon as things quiet down a little bit for me, I'll be getting back into called Late, Late Night Elder Scrolls. So you might enjoy that as well. Um, you could follow us at Elder Scrolls OTR on Twitter to know when Dancing with Daggers, Classic Elder Scrolls, and uh, Late, Late Night Elder Scrolls is, is uh, going gonna to happen um yeah so so uh so there it is uh also you may wanna check out some of our other shows here on the network um like q g d and d mark is about to put out another episode uh i think tomorrow actually the the episode is gonna be available for your
2: for your morning commute as well as this episode um mark- yeah it's it's actually going to be uh it's gonna be a big one this is the season finale oh we we st- we still have more stuff coming for uh for december but this one's basically the season finale for Thule at the moment.
0: Can you give us a little hint as to what folks uh, can can expect a little bit for, for the season finale here of qgDD d Non-spoilery, of course.
2: Without, without... Well, I'll tell you the title. Sure. First of all, Chills, <laughs> chill spills, and Lots of Laughter and Blood. Um, <clears throat> the, the question becomes, can our heroes become heroes? And the title is barbarians at the gates
0: Ah, uh, yes 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 i i seem to remember this one actually
2: yeah yes it was a good one
0: i i uh i i made a, an appearance there i was there for that
2: yeah okay. it's it's almost three hours long this is a long episode
0: oh good i'm glad you, you that was that was a great session that we recorded um i remember oh, yeah. laughing hard really hard especially with luna like she she's hilarious
4: yeah, no. So well, really co- the, the upcoming ones get even funnier.
0: Yeah. Oh man. All right. So QG DND folks, you can check that out at questgamingnetwork.com as well as all of our other shows. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, questgamingnetwork.com. Um you can find this show on YouTube as well, youtube.com/questgamingnetwork and on Google Play. Uh da 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 da, da. Yeah, that's it. I think uh, I think we ran down the old list here. So so let's end off with our final thoughts, starting with Mike.
4: Good night, everybody. Hope you had a good time.
1: Bless your heart.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, little uh, mini vinyl Liz was, was a big hit today. The chat room loved her. Um, Rob, final thoughts.
3: Uh, it's great to do a show again uh i really really get antsy whenever there's a big break like this so it's good to good to get information out
0: Hmm. i didn't know you got
3: antsy when when there's a big break i do do you i do it's like like man gotta gotta get this information i gotta talk some elder scrolls because like if i try to talk elder scrolls at work people look at me like uh the steelers played this weekend
4: (laughs) (laughs) and you're like who's that who's that (laughs)
3: like Oh, that's right. That's oh yeah, that's football. That, that that's the PvP for people that go outside. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't go outside. They
4: just sit on their couch, order Dominoes, and watch PvP. Oh yeah, yeah that's true.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's
1: mm-hmm.
0: true. Yeah. Uh, final thoughts with Mark.
2: Uh it's it's great to be back on the mics. Yeah, I, I've missed this. It's just it's good to be back and doing this.
0: Agreed. Listen, Liz, we we missed you very, very much. And um, we'll see you next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Next episode we are recording is going to be classic, classic Elder Scrolls. It's me, it's Mike, it's Mark. It's a great time all around. And uh, these two guys right here, they're bringing the lore like a freight train, good and hard, right down the old pipe. Wall-humping part two. Yeah!
4: We're in Daggerfall again.
0: Daggerfall wall-humping. 45 minutes. You don't want to miss that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> listen take care everyone have a great night and we'll see you soon and as always may that boost be with you take care Who's
1: hold down